So we take you now and listen in as one of my favorite football players back in the day, back in the 80s when I used to play myself in high school. Ah, well, maybe more than the 90s. Maybe it was in the 2000s. So, nah. <laughs> we got to realize our age. Yeah, but back in the day when I used to play in high school, uh, Herschel Walker was a huge name in football. You know, and I believe he left college football and went into the New Jersey Generals and uh, played for a while in the USFL. And he was like the basically Mack truck that could drive like a Porsche. You know, uh, when he was on the football field, you threw him the ball, he basically knew he was going to score. And it looks like that's what he did in the Senate race in Georgia as uh, he pulled ahead and showed them how to get it done. Not by being a braggart, not by being heavily spoken, not by being part of the woke, broke crowd. He did it by being down home, a real representative of the people that he was trying to get the votes of and speaking to them, with them, and promising to speak for them in the United States Senate from the state of Georgia. That's Herschel Walker, down to earth, God-fearing, a good man. And here is his acceptance speech in the great state of Georgia. Texas, and I'd like for us to just take maybe a few seconds and just close your eyes for a moment and just say a special prayer for all the people there in Texas for a moment. And thank you, Georgia. First, I'd like to acknowledge my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who inspired me to go on this journey. He's my GM, my coach, and my quarterback. And he's been with me every step of the way. And he's been with me many, many, many times. And God is good, isn't he? And I want to thank all of you for being here tonight and to celebrate. And I'm humble and I'm very glad to have you guys here to celebrate this with me to be nominated as a new Republican nominee for the U.S. Senate. And as you can see, I don't look like a politician. I don't talk like a politician. I don't even dress like a politician because my neck is a little bit too big for this tie. But I like not being a politician. Politicians are messing this country up. But don't you worry. I'm here to help fix it. You know, I said everybody liked the destination, but nobody want to travel the journey. Because that journey can be hard. But nothing worth doing is very easy. And it may look easy to some people, but it never is. I've been through some difficult journeys in my life growing up. I've had some trouble. I had some tough times. But my athletic career was my outlet. 
So I uh, went through some very hard times through it. But because of my faith and my family and my professional help, they helped me through my mental health struggles. So asking for help changed my life. I built a successful chicken business. I hustled. Man, did I work. I've worked hard, traveled the country, selling chicken, <laughs> sleeping in airports. I went through some ups and downs, like any business owner trying to build his business and provide for his family. It may sound funny, but I wouldn't trade those struggles for anything. They made me a strong man, a better man, and this Senate seat is no different. I knew it wouldn't be easy, and it was about to get harder. But that's the way I like it. I've been practicing, studying, training, working, and fighting this hard. But that's my life. That's how you rise. That's how you win. That's how the kid from Wrightsville planned to give back to the people of Georgia. You've always believed in me and supported me. So now it's time for me to return the favor. You know, when God planted the seed in my heart, he planted it in my wife's heart as well. We prayed about it. It was a big decision. But we're in this together. We're united. And now, we're on this journey together. So I couldn't do it without her. So, Julie, I want to say I love you. Thank you. I want to thank my mom and thank my children and the rest of my whole wonderful family. I love you all as well. I also want to thank my campaign staff, my volunteers, and all the people that are part of Team Herschel. I know it's been hard. You worked hard, but you're the best. You've proven that. And I also want to thank my primary opponents for their willingness to step into the ring and take the chance to represent this good state of Georgia. I know you want what's best for this state. I appreciate your service. There's always be room on Team Herschel, and I hope you join us. Since I started playing football, people will come up to me and ask for autographs. They want to talk about sports. I always enjoyed it. But for the last couple of months, people ask about different things different things that are going on in their life because they're hurting, they're scared. I see it in their eyes. They can't afford food. They can't pay for gas. They're sick of what's happening in the schools. They don't even feel safe no more. They feel like their dreams and everything they work for is slipping away. The America they've known is slipping away. They share their stories with me. They believe I can help them. Be their voice. Fight for them. They're the reason I entered this race. I'm not in it for fame. I got that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I'm not in it for glory. I got that too. And not for power. My power comes from the Holy God. I'm in this race for a young lady named Crystal. She's a truck driver, a single mom. She's on the road trying to earn enough money to take care of her daughter. It's getting harder 
as she's trying to afford food and gas and health insurance. But Crystal, daughter, was in public school that the mom took her out because another little girl got assaulted in the bathroom. She couldn't let nothing like that happen to her little girl. So she took her out and put her in a small private school. She didn't have any other option to do that. And what are we going to do? And now Crystal shouldn't have to put up with something like that. She shouldn't, she shouldn't have to be able to afford to send her school, her little child to a private school for a good education and to keep her safe. I mean, it's raised also for Lee and Michael, their farmers, who are getting crushed by government regulations, raising prices for gas, fertilizers, and equipment. Parts of making it harder to be a farmer. They're having trouble making ends meet. It hurts their fam families, and it hurts Georgia. And all this breaks my heart as they struggle to survive. I carry these stories with me everywhere I go. I hear different versions of it from different people. But the basic message is the same. Their American dream is becoming a nightmare. And this nightmare started when the radical left came up with a bunch of lies to divide us. Like men could get pregnant, babies are born racist, riders are peaceful protesters. We don't need the police. Putin caused this inflation. The borders secured, windmills make airplanes fly, tanks can run on solar. Drilling in oil in America caused global warming, but drilling oil from dictators don't. Black voters don't have IDs, and everyone could afford a $60,000 electric car. These lies have made us unsafe, woke, and broke. You know the truth, but if you speak out, they'll cancel you out. <laughs> they'll force you out of your job. They'll cancel you. They might even send a government agency after you. But this is how they get their way. This is how they keep their power. And this is how they're ruining this great country. These people call themselves progressives. But this isn't progress. This is self-destruction. They control our cities. They fund our police. What a dumb idea that was. Let violent criminals loose and surprise when they kill again. Or worse, they ignore it. All the drugs that are coming into this, killing our kids, friends, families, and neighbors. They control the federal government, dress Joe Biden up as a woke outfit. You know that. <laughs> and they walk around the White House as they push these policies that hurt in Americans, showing weakness to our enemies. They pour millions of dollars in Raphael Warnock campaign so they can continue their destruction. In return, he's put a rubber stamp on Joe Biden policies. You've seen it. And he voted lockstep with New York Senator Chuck Schumer. I got news for him. <laughs> Georgia, not New York. <laughs> I know. I know because I was Georgia born, Georgia bred. And when I die, I'll be Georgia dead. I know, I know where Georgia stands, and I stand with you. I stand to fight for Georgia. 
I stand to fight like I never fought before. I will fight for your kids, fight for this country. I won't back down. Unlike my opponent, Senator Warnock, he's run these sick ads. You've seen them. And one of them, he says, he understands how the problems everyday American face. He should, because he and his friends in Washington caused them. <laughs> in another ad, he says he's not a magician. No one asks him to do magic tricks. We don't expect him to be, we, all we expect him to do is be a good senator. He's not good at that either, is he? He says he can't fix Washington in a year. Well, he's not even trying. Instead of working, he reigned in, instead of working on reigning in the government spending, he's released press releases. He's right along with it. When Joe Biden waged war against America Energy, he drives and, and drives gas prices to an over $5 a gallon. Why not goes right along? He voted four times against the Keystone Pipeline and voted to raise taxes on fuel when Joe Biden sliced open the southern borders and let criminals, drugs, and terrorists in. Why not did nothing to stop it? Instead, he voted against securing the border, against deporting illegal immigrants whose convicted crimes. He voted, his voting has destroyed his economy and torn this community apart. Yeah, I'm sure he's a nice guy, and it's okay to like him, but you don't have to put up with his politics. We're the fork in the road, people. We have a clear choice. Reverend Warnock and Joe Biden have dragged us down the path of skyrocketing inflation, violence in our streets, chaos at the border, fentanyl, killing our people, and school poisoning our kids' minds. Weak foreign policy, war in Europe, vaccine and mass mandate crushing government regulations. Empty shelves, and we've seen them, disrespecting our constitution, censorship, and the racial division. And if you're okay with that, send Senator Warnock back to Washington. He'll give you more of it. I can guarantee you that. But I don't think, I think we've had enough of it. Don't you? We, we can't afford to be on that road because the toll and the price is too high. So run with me on a much better road, a road to the America's dream. It's a big, beautiful road that is open to everyone. It doesn't matter where you came from and what color you are. It's a road where everyone has the freedom to speak their mind freedom to keep all the hard-earned money, freedom to practice and faith, their faith and make your own medical decisions, freedom to protect your family and yourself. It's a road that allows us to produce our own energy instead of asking enemies to produce it for us. It leads to securing our borders, safe communities, school choice, parents' rights, fairness with female athletes, smart foreign policies, less red tape for businesses, less government spending, better health and care, and most of all, unity. In America, we don't have to agree on everything, but we should hear everyone out. We can accomplish a lot together, but first we have to focus on our common goals 
instead of our differences. I got to warn you, though, it's going to be a bumpy ride because <laughs> the people in Washington who want to stay in power will come after me with more lies than attacks. They'll come after you, too. But I'm prepared to take the hits. The harder they come, the harder I will fight. And if you, if you live in the state of Georgia, you're my family. And these radicals will have to come after me before they get to you. And I won't let that happen. We won the conference, but the big game is in November. We have to get ready. I need all of my team. I need all Republicans, including those that voted in, in my primary opponents. I want Democrats, independents, all the good, decent people who want to protect their kids and their communities and to keep that dream alive. Hey, I like to say to my Democrat friends, don't worry that you'll be abandoning your party by supporting me. Your party abandoned you. They, they, they put a bunch of maniacs who drunk for power behind the wheel. They left you T-boned, stranded in the rain by the roadside. But I see you, and I pick you up and take you home. The important thing to remember is this election is not about Republican or Democrats. It's about America saving this country from a group... saving this group, this of America, from a group that don't even like you. They don't even like this country. Compare them to these brave men and women in uniform who died for this country. Well, there's no comparison in my mind. It's time for us to wake up from this nightmare. It's time for us to get up. Get back on track. We got work to do, and the way we do it is through our vote. Our right to vote is a gift that was paid for by blood and sweat from our patriots. We can't take this lightly. Georgia, do you realize that the future of this great country is on our shoulders? That's because the road to defeating Biden agenda runs right through Georgia. And in order, and in order to stop Biden, we have to defeat Warnock, plain and simple. Georgia, are you, are you ready? <laughs> are you ready to take that seat back? Are you ready to take this country back? And what I'd like for you to do is join Team Herschel, make a donation, volunteer to help, and in November, vote Herschel Jr. Walker for your U.S. Senate. All right? And I want you guys, I want you guys to repeat after me real loudly because this is something I always leave for the people to hear this. No weapon, no weapon. formed against me.
shall prosper. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So Georgia... So, Georgia, are y'all ready? Yeah. Boom! Herschel Walker in the great state of Georgia talking about a lot of things. And then now let's go to Joe Piscopo earlier today with my friend Marvin Jeffcoat. You remember Marvin, he ran here in District 26 in uh, Queens. And he was talking about the situation when it comes to the horrible shooting that took place out in uh, Bellevue, Texas, and what that will mean for the rest of the country, how that is being a issue that is being raised on a lot of places and a lot of bases and a lot of areas. Yes, indeed, there needs to be a better look at mental health and gun ownership needs to be stronger enforcement of laws that need to be taken up but there also are other considerations that we have to look at because with every restriction often comes abuse and in many cases in the vast majority of cases with the shootings that we're dealing with here in New York City and they're dealing with in other places around the country it is a problem that is not just going to be go away with a simple solution of, of blocking something or banning something or ending something it needs to find a working solution that lasts. People need to sit down, work together, and talk about it rationally. Here's Joe Piscopo, his guest on the show with Marvin Jeffco. Listen, learn, be there. I'm Mike of New York. Those are things we have to break down. And I know you're going to say, no, don't blame the guns. You have to talk about everything right now. Right now, we got to talk about everything. And, and, and I, I got, you have to talk about everything you can. The problem is the Second Amendment is so important because of, look what's happening. I'm going to say this a thousand times this morning. Look what's happening in this society, in this Orwellian society, under this administration. We do not have free speech in the United States of America. We do not have free speech. Out of, did, did you, why, are, why can't you and I say election fraud? Why can't you and I say remdesivir or hydroxychloroquine? We can't say, oh, you can't say that. Now we can, thanks to Joe Rogan. But you can't say it before. We were saying it from day one, and they were vilifying us. So why, how in the name of God does Google shut us down when Hunter Biden, two words you can't say, and because they wanted to they fixed the election. Hunter Biden you can't say. Zuckerberg bribing people. You can't say all that. But you could let a manifesto of a killer out online. That is a problem. See, we're coming up with the answers. We're going to come up with solutions. You know, and, and indeed, a copycat crime, Jay, is right. Uh, is right. I, I don't know about the guns. I mean, a kid goes in to buy a gun. I, you got to help me out here, because if you start, if you marginalize, and you take, if you start to take away some guns, should you take away the assault weapons like they, like Jay was talking about? You got to help me out because, in my opinion, if you marginalize and you give in to this, uh, let's take away the Second Amendment, and that's what the end game is for the people in charge now. They're going to come take everything. They'll take houses. They'll take families. They'll take everything. They'll create another virus, and they'll shut us down. It's power and control like I've never seen in my lifetime. Let me go to Marvin before we break. we got a break, but Marvin, I wanted to get you on the air. Thank you for calling. Uh, your thoughts, please, sir. Yes. 
Good morning, Joe. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to talk, and uh, great Thank talking you, with you again. Thank you, sir. My, my prayers, you're welcome. My prayers and condolences go out to the victims in Texas, obviously. And, you know, I want to start off by talking about the solutions, but after hearing what you just said, I got to say, we need to realize we are in the final stages of a latent, incipient Marxist-Leninist insurrection within our own country. General Boykin talked about it clearly. This, this is a revolution, and, and it's about to go into what we call a hick, a high-intensity conflict. So, no, we cannot give up any right to keep and bear arms, and that includes what they want to classify as assault weapons, because if you look at the purpose of the, of the Second Amendment in the Constitution, it was put in there to give us parity with government to keep them straight, and we're not doing that. But back to the point at hand, you know, my question is, why is Congress better protected than our school children? Yeah. That's just wrong. Amen. You know, it, the answer's never found for infringement on the rights of law-abiding citizens. The police are not obligated to and cannot protect every citizen. But we can provide armed protection in schools the way they do for politicians who meet in large groups. And, you know, the other aspect of this, mental illness. What we do now is not compassionate. It's not the Christian love that you and I as Catholics are taught to show our fellow man. They let these people linger in the street and their condition is exacerbated. They, they're out there in the cold and the heat, and they don't really care. If they did care, they would, they would fund specially trained correctional officers, keep Rikers Island open, and have a wing for mentally ill. You can, you can do it in a, a compassionate, constitutionally safe manner because we have cameras nowadays, and it's an adjudicated process. You don't just throw people in, you know, in, in a mental institution and they have no say. There's a process you have to go through. But by, the problem is that they, they let him linger on the street. A guy can go out. The last guy that shot in New York, I believe um, he had like 30 arrests. One right. of them was shooting. He's right. back out on the street. And he's, now, me, I'm, you know, I'm an NRA instructor. I teach rifle and pistol to those that want to educate themselves. But I have to pay an onerous fee just to keep a pistol in my house. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Now, I, you know, I just got transferred. I work for the city. I'm transferred to Brownsville, East New York. I have a 10-block subway walk. I'm a good-sized guy, but two or three guys come at me. What am I going to do? And this, I'm walking between a housing project that has rolling gun battles on, on a frequent basis, but yeah, nobody yeah. seems to care about that. I'm, I'm disarmed. It's like my guns in my safe in my house are doing me no good. Yeah. We, as adults, have to be trusted to exercise our constitutional right. And I, I hate to say it, but our government... Is slowly becoming the enemy. That's why I'm running for city council to try to bring some sanity back. We have to trust reasonable adults. They adjudicate you as a threat and require you to have a license and demonstrate a need before you've ever done anything. That, that's insane. And it goes to your point about this, this insurrection we're in. And you're going to see it turn really hot, Joe. But my fear is that they, they will have confiscated enough guns so that we can't do anything when Joe Biden goes to the WHO and he says, hey, I'm going to cede American rights without going through the Senate, and here's the treaty, and you yeah. can declare yeah. gun yeah. violence an epidemic and take what you want. So, you know, and I Mark, hope everybody's out there listening, and I'm proud of what you do every day, Joe. Thank you, my friend. Loud and clear, Marvin. Keep us posted when you make that entry into public office. Make it a lot of sense. Uh, give us, we'll get the calls when we come back. Stay, stay there if you would. And that's our quick look today at different events uh, around the country and uh, around the city. I'm Mike in New York, and of course, this is your podcast. If you have a topic you want to discuss and talk about, hey, catch me on Twitter, Facebook, Getter, Parler, and Gab. 
you can reach me on any possible platform that is out there, even those that say that we will not be able to talk about this topic. We will be able to talk about the topic here because I have no fear. Yes. I don't even know what that is anymore. <laughs> have a great day. I'm Mike of New York. Mike Cohen. Have a wonderful time. Thank you.